Hey friends, welcome back to Randomly Moved to a Purpose podcast. My name is Liz and I am your host. And first of all, I need to just apologize for my absence this week. Guys, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to be absent. But this weekend and this week has just been the craziest in the weirdest way very heavy emotionally and so that has just made it really really hard for me to show up here and so right now even with a super difficult busy day I haven't even been home but for like 10 minutes let the dogs out packed my kiddos lunch to or dinner to get them to their sporting events after school and I am actually coming to you sitting at the car rider line as I wait for them it has just been one of those weeks and I am not ever here to make excuses that's not going to help me any I'm just trying to find a solution and trying to come at you so bear with me today's gonna be we're covering all the topics today um, because I know what my day looks like tomorrow and every single day this week I've been getting up at like 5 5 30 in the morning and getting 10 things done around the house before I even get out and get the kids to school down to the point like my husband was like what are you doing I was like oh well I've you know gotten two loads of laundry going I did my quiet time I am cycling the dishwasher I'm putting the dish dishes up and I got lunches made and I got this prepped and I got the car packed so I can do all of these returns and he was like stop letting me sleep in and I told him it is 6 30 in the morning you haven't you're not sleeping in and he just felt so like unaccomplished I guess he maybe felt a little lazy because I was up an hour and a half before he was gotten all these things done and he's like why did you let me sleep it was kind of funny anyways bear with me I am so sorry, but I've told you guys at the very beginning, I never wanted this. I wanted to share my heart. I wanted to share things that randomly moved me. That's what I want to share with you, but I never want this to be stressful. I don't want to feel like I'm doing a job because I want to bring things that matter. I want it to be pure. I want it to be honest. Um, Like I used to tell my students, I'm not going to lie to you on purpose, (laughs) you know, like sometimes I'll tell a lie because I didn't have all the information, but you know, I'm not going to lie to you on purpose. And so the truth is it's been a rough weekend. It has been a crazy week. My heart is heavy. My heart is angry and I've, I've had a hard time being able to show up like truthfully and honestly with you Um, but today I'm feeling much better and so I hope that I can just bring it all to you enjoy all right friends so the passage that was kind of laid in my heart to share with you today I just bear with me because it's kind of a lengthy one we're going to be starting in Matthew 10 verse 5 
And we're going to read Jesus Sends Out the Twelve. And we'll be reading most of that chapter. I will be stopping uh, here and there. So just kind of bear with me. Um, I may emphasize something a couple of times because um, I want you to take this. Like just think about where we are today in this world and how this applies to our life right now. So again, we're in Matthew chapter 10, starting in verse 5, and this is Jesus sending out the 12 disciples. So these 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep in Israel. He wants us to go to the lost sheep. As you go proclaim this message, the kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received and freely give. You know, it's like, you know, freely receiving a hundred dollars and just turning around and just giving it away. It's such a gift that he's asking these disciples to go, go, you go heal. Do all of the healing that you could possibly do. And then it says, do not, do not get any gold or silver or copper to take with you in your belts. No bag for the journey or extra shirts or sandals or staff for the workers is worth his keep. Don't take money. Don't take extra clothes. You're going to be taken care of. Whatever town or village you enter, search there for some worthy person and stay at their house until you leave. As you enter the home, give it your greetings. If the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it. If it is not, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. Uh, pause again so right there it even talks about like man I have been discipling to this person over and over and maybe you feel rejected and and what the saying right here is like okay you got rejected just don't be discouraged don't be discouraged maybe your job was not to water the seed but to plant it and move on and somebody else can come along and water it or somebody else can come along and trim it but maybe maybe you know you weren't supposed to do all three things but don't be discouraged what shake the dust off your feet and let's move on it says back to 15 verse 15 truly i tell you it will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town okay so do your part do your part as a disciple of Jesus 16 verse 16 I am sending you out like sheep among wolves does that sound like it's going to be easy says therefore be as shrewd as snake and as innocent as doves you got to be tough right be on guard you will be handed over to the local councils be flogged in the synagogues on my account you will be brought before governors kings as witnesses to them and to the gentiles but when they arrest you do not worry about what you're going to say or how to say it at that time you will be given what to say for it will be 
not you speaking, but the Spirit of the Father speaking through you. Listen to this, verse 21. Brother will betray brother to death, and father his child. Children will rebel against their parents. Isn't that happening? That's all happening. And have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of me. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one place, flee to another. Truly I tell you, you will not finish going through the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. Again, we are called to pick up the cross daily and and and, and be uh and put on the armor of God because we are in a in a spiritual war daily. Verse 24, the student is not above the teacher, no, no, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for students to be like their teachers and servants like their master. If the head of the house has been called Belzeful, how much more will the house hold? So do not be afraid of them, for there is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. That just reminds me when people are going through something dark and they are and they're out of it and maybe see somebody else. They're in the daylight now, but see somebody else walking in that same darkness that is your time to speak that is your time to show them how Christ pulled you out of that darkness so that they can see the daylight so they can see the daylight in you and give them hope that the God is fighting with them through their darkness what is whispered in your ear proclaim from the roofs do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Let me read that again. Okay? Don't be afraid of people that can kill the body, but be afraid of the one who can kill the body and the soul and throw it in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. Again, this is Jesus talking, okay? But whoever disowns me before others, I will disown you before my Father in heaven. Those words right there, friends, that is scary. I don't want Jesus to disown me when I am in front of God, taken into account of all of the things that I've done in my life. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against a mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their sons or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. 
Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet as a prophet will receive the prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. I don't know about you guys. This a lot of times I know that I'm called to be a disciple of Jesus, but fear creeps in saying that I am not equipped. I don't have the right tools. I'm not smart enough in the Bible, whatever it is. All that fear creeps in and it's keeping me from doing the one thing that I'm supposed to do, which is share the gospel with the entire nation so that everybody has an opportunity to know Jesus. And I cannot let fear, fear is lying. Fear is the enemy trying to keep me from reaching as many people as I can with the gospel. And that's what it's saying here. Like it is a dirty game. The enemy is out there looking to kill, steal, and destroy. And every time that that you try to do good, that you try to bring somebody to Christ, he's going to creep in with words of negativity, doubt, and make you feel like you're not doing it right so that you quit. And I'm telling you right now, don't quit. Jesus is not asking you to get it perfect. Jesus is asking you to try. So please be encouraged. It is scary. It is hard. We are are sheep amongst wolves. They are looking to devour us, but we are equipped with the armor of Jesus. And he's already won the battle for us. So stop listening to that and just talk to people about Jesus. Pray for people when you feel it in your heart to pray and do whatever it is that God, that Jesus has put, that the Holy Spirit has stirred up in your heart. Whatever idea it is that has been just stirring in there over and over and over again, do it because everything that's keeping you from it is a lie. Because even if you just bring one person closer to Jesus, then it has been worth it. Okay, friends, so remember that I am a slow reader, right? Still reading The Seven Decisions by Andy Andrews. And I just finished this chapter, but I wanted to just, um, it was chapter five and it's on the joyful decision. And it's basically choosing to be happy every day um, or in every moment that, that choosing joy, it is a choice. And it was just so 
encouraging to me and it made me kind of just look back and be a little bit more self-aware of kind of what my face is telling other people whenever I'm just sitting there waiting on something if I'm just walking by I tend to always be in my thoughts but i And so I don't mean to, you know, have a mean look on my face or anything like that. But I have kind of noticed that my eyebrows are just kind of in thought. But the minute that I realize that somebody's looking at me, I do smile at them. And so I'm encouraged by that. I am just more um, aware now about having a smile. And here he says, my smile has become my calling card. It is after all the most important weapon I possess. My smile has the strength to forge bonds, break ice, and calm storms. I will use my smile constantly because of my smile. The people whom I come in contact on a daily basis will choose to further my cause and follow my leadership. Isn't that interesting? Because I smile, people are going to follow me. Because I smile, people are going to follow my leadership and push my agenda. Interesting. I will always smile first. That particular display of a good attitude will tell others what I expect in return. Again, that is just a little snip of the book by Andy Andrews in The Seven Decisions. And I wanted to share that to challenge you today in a way that maybe you can look at um, how is your face sitting whenever you're waiting on your oil change, when you're waiting in the car at the car rider line like I am and people are thinking that I'm weird right now. But are you smiling or can people tell that you have had a day? You know, and whenever you have a smile on your face, when you have a cheerful face, you're more approachable. You're more approachable. People are going to want to talk to you. So I challenge you to just take an inventory on how you are. Um, Just randomly check what is my face telling other people that I'm quite not meaning to say. Okay, lastly, I wanted to come in and talk to you guys, just kind of give you an update on the 75-day heart that I have been following. And okay, so remember for a week there, I was on some antibiotics. I had to drink lots of water. Um, digestive system was a little jacked up due to the side effects of the antibiotics, but we pushed through that. Um, and I was, I was doing great on everything, but still like, it was still kind of getting hard just because of my body not feeling a hundred percent motivation was really hard to get the two workouts in during the day. Um, emotionally, I was just drained with my mom's surgery, with my daughter's friends passing. And so reading, I just it like discipline really had to kick in to kind of make these things happen. And like those days have truly been hard. Then to top it off, I hit like day seven, day eight, and I'm like only down one pound. That is devastating, right? Let's just be real. Like 
I'm not saying that I have a ton of weight to lose. And I know that. And I know that I am. A lot of my weight is muscle. And I've always hated that type. Oh, but you have a lot of muscle weight. And I'm like, that means nothing. Because the scale still says what it says, right? And that's always been, um, I hate that, right? But I've done a lot of work around that. And been really um, into how do my clothes fit and how do I feel type things. So that helps a lot. Um, so then I had to say, well, hey, you know, you've been on antibiotics. Your digestive system has been crazy. Um, so we need to just be glad that we made it through this week and um, see what this next few, this next week has in store for you. So it's kind of like, man, after seven days, I could have very well just thrown in the towel and be like, screw it, this thing is not working and it's too hard, right? But I've already said I was going to do it. And I'm not even talking about telling you guys or going on social media and saying that I was going to do it. I've already in my head said that I was going to do it. So I have to finish it. I have to. Like, now I have to. Okay? There's two clauses that have been built in. I will tell you those two as they come across. One of them being Thanksgiving. I think I already told you that. There's another one on there. Uh, Closet it's written in. But, you know, everything else is going to be followed. And um, it's what I'm trying to say here is that you know, it, we all get discouraged in our journey. But for me, no matter what happens, you win when you finish what you set out to finish. There is more pride in completing that task that you said you would do than me losing 20 pounds, to be quite honest with you. So if you have never, um, like, stuck to something or just been intimidated by the number of days that something would take, guys, there's, like, so many programs out there that are just 21 days. Or there's, like, the whole 30 um, thing. I think you can find it on Pinterest, but I've had friends do that. Um, or you like just eat clean for 30 days. Um, but there's so many things out there that are a lot more manageable than something like 75 days. But see, I've already done, I have already done an 80 day program. I've already done a hundred day program. So I know that I can do a 75 day program, but what, what is what you need what is the goal that you need to put in front of you and be like, yes, I've completed it, okay? Maybe it's giving up sodas for a week. I didn't say forever. Maybe it's just giving them up for a week. Or maybe it's just drinking one a day for a week. I don't know what it is. But find something. Find one thing, one change that you can make. And let's just talk nutrition right now. I'm not even asking you to work out. I'm asking for nutrition. I want you to decide 
to give up something, to do something, to drink uh, half your body weight in ounces in water. Pick one thing, one small change that you can make. And then also set a timeline. Uh, you want to do it for seven days. Do you want to do it for two weeks? I don't know. I don't know what it needs to be for you because your journey, your health and fitness and nutrition journey is different than mine. Mine is different than my husband. For crying out loud, the guy can eat whatever he wants. Think about running and lose 10 pounds. Like, okay, so his journey is way different than mine. So the the key thing is, is to be like focused and tunneled vision on your task, on your goals, on what is right for you. So I just kind of wanted to give you an update. I'm still going strong on the 75 hard challenge. And that is a progress picture every day, a gallon of water every day, which that one's, that one's, that, the, the water intake is the hardest thing still, even harder than getting my nutrition to be a hundred percent. If I'm being honest, that, that is work. And then on top of that, it's hard for me to keep drinking late at night. Cause I know I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and then I have a hard time falling back asleep. Beside the point, I still make myself drink the water especially right now to help my digestive system. Uh, So let me recap again. What was it? Uh, Picture, water, nutrition, and no alcohol on that, no cheats. You're following a specific nutrition plan for 75 days. We got two workouts a day, one of them being outside for 45 minutes. Um... I will tell you, my soccer season started, so I'm super excited that on the weekends I get to count a soccer game as one of my outside workouts, so that's really cool. Other than that, friends, I ain't gonna lie to you, still just walking with the family and the dog, so, um, and then reading the 10 pages of a professional development book, which, um, I told you I'm still reading Andy Andrews' uh, The Seven Decisions, still working on that, along with um, a couple other things that I'm reading, but it, those are more like scripture-based and Bible studies and things like that. So, um, yeah, so that's an update on... Oh man, I hope that you guys bared with me and um, maybe had a few takeaways this time. We talked about, you know, being disciples of Jesus and that as much as so many rewards can come from that, that, that it's a hard path to follow, but so, so worth it to be bringing people to the kingdom and bringing them to Jesus. I mean, such a great reward. And then also, we talked about choosing joy. Oh my gosh, I hope that you guys decide to choose joy, especially in this difficult, difficult time, that you 
show joy through a smile as much as you can behind those masks. Anybody else hoping that the masks go away soon? I know I am just because I read people and I like to be able to see their whole face and how great would it be to be able to just know that people are smiling and so a choose joy and choose a smile so that you can um you know welcome people in conversation and then lastly I give you guys an update on how my challenge is going and and my struggle through it right I'm struggling through it that's okay we're gonna make it one day at a time right and I hope that you are challenged to just find one thing to you know to tweak in your daily diet tweak it you know to better yourself to better your nutrition and to set a timeline a measurable timeline so that you can show yourself that you can stick to something to to a task that you've assigned to yourself because isn't that interesting other people will put um, timelines on us and and we meet those deadlines or we have a meeting with somebody and we don't like to be late to that meeting but when we set a task to ourselves or a meeting with ourselves you know like a workout maybe that we cancel on ourselves often come on we have more respect for ourselves than that right we do if we expect other people to respect us we need to respect ourselves and that is by keeping our appointments to ourselves by keeping our promises to ourselves and showing ourselves that we can do hard things you can i know it's hard i know it's crazy but you can do it to set set a goal um set a timeline crush it and then add one more thing later on all right okay so that is it for today remember you can follow me on instagram at liz cooley you can dm me there with any questions anything you want me to talk about holla at me through that and i hope you all have a great great weekend rest up and always remember you are never randomly moved there's always a purpose